Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. Welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world, people sharing ways to improve your life. And today, Sarah, we'll be exploring coping with depression with our very special guest, Michael Weitzman, after these important messages, so stay tuned. I will. After thousands of years, after crippling millions of children, polio will soon be stopped forever. All over the world, people are joining the men and women of Rotary to end polio now. People like Jackie Chan and Jane Goodall. We are this close. This close. People like Archbishop Desmond Tutu. This close. People like you. Be a part of history. Help Rotary end polio now at rotary.org slash end polio. We are this close. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell, and I want to welcome you back to this edition of Radio Rotary. I'm joined by my co-host, Jonah Trebowasser. Say hello, Jonah. Hello, Jonah. And Jonah, today we're going to be speaking with a friend of yours, and we're going to chat about coping with depression. And our guest is Michael Weitzman. Was that better? That's excellent. I had to rehearse it like five, 15 <laughs> okay. times. Um, anyway, so Michael, welcome to Radio Rotary. Thank you very much. In Thanks fact, for Michael, me. Michael, welcome back. Uh, regular listeners know Michael was here before talking about distracted driving and uh, keeping yep. your hands on the wheel, your mind on your driving, and your eyes on the road. Did I get well, that right? Well, upside down, but it's close. Okay. But today <laughs> we're talking about another important uh, topic, and that's coping with depression. And uh, Michael, uh, we're not talking about a momentary uh, feeling of being let down, you know, say, you know, you get some bad news in the mail, uh, you get a phone call, a loved one has died, or maybe, you know, you get kicked out of your job, or your show gets canceled, as that happens here on radio, <laughs> you know, you momentarily, you know, you're down. We're talking about something that's uh, regular, it's steady, and what brings you to that topic, Michael Weitzman? Well, the reason uh, uh, it brings me to that topic is... What I am trying to do, and we're getting a little bit happening in our society right now, uh, that people are coming out of the closet, but very little, is that I've had a mental illness for many years. It did not, I didn't get to the acceptance of it until I really knew I had something until I was 40 years old. Now, acceptance by you or acceptance by your family and friends? Acceptance by me. Okay. And then was it a diagnosis? Were you diagnosed with it? Did a a medical professional? Yes, it was a clinical depression. Like you said, it wasn't like something where the dog died or something of that nature. This is something that I've been battling my whole life, uh, even when I was in my teens and my 20s. But like I said, I didn't get it until I really saw a doctor or met anyone when I was 40, and then I went and obviously got medicine and did what I call, which you'll see right in here, do the triangle. You brought a, uh, a pool cue triangle piece of wood where you put the balls in and, and then take it off and then hit, hit it with the cue ball. And that represents what you call the triangle. What, what are the three corners of the triangle mean to you? Well, the three quarters of the triangle is it's someone that's going through some sort of mental illness. Mine is bipolar. Uh, people have all types. And what it is is that you need to get help. The best way, and, the, and I really believe the way to get help is doing the triangle. And the triangle represents the top part of the triangle is the psychiatrist. And then, of course, the next corner of it is what the psych- psychi- psychiatrist gives you is called the medicine or the meds. And then the third corner 
is called, who you're going to deal with, is the talkers, the psychologists and the social workers. Those make up the triangle that needs to be done, and I started that when I was 40 years old. Now, Michael Weitzman, uh, talking about depression from a very personal point of view, you mentioned that you have a three-cornered scenario of, of coping with depression. One is the psychiatrist, one is the medication, and one corner is the psychologist. What is the difference between a psychiatrist and a psychologist? Many people think they're the same. Well, the psychologist basically is one that will talk to you about your your situation, about what you're going through. So you know, a therapist maybe right. is a more but common term for our listeners. Very much so. Okay. Therapist. So, so you have a therapist and, and it, then you have, you said a psychiatrist. Right. So you don't, your, your psychiatrist is not the person you're in. Well, let me put it this way. Therapy it used with. to be, you used to watch, if you watched The Sopranos or other shows, it was a, a, a psychiatrist was one that would pa- talk to you. Right. Yeah. The days have changed that the, the psychiatrists are just really, some of them don't even know your name and they just are getting you medicine. They're giving you the drugs to get you feel better, get rid of your moods, compare, you know, What, really at the recommendation you. of right. the psych- of your therapist, basically. Right, because the psychologists or social workers, they cannot do anything regarding medicine whatsoever. So they it's can't like, prescribe. They cannot. And it's, a psychiatrist can prescribe. Only psychiatrists can. That is correct. Now, Michael Weitzman, you say you suffer from bipolar disorder. What does that mean? What is that? Bipolar yeah. disorder, it, it's, it's just, just happened even recently. I'm, not, I'm in recovery at this moment. Uh, is that, you know, even five weeks ago, I was just, I was running over about five months of just feeling unbelievably, I call it manic high. It's called manic depression. That's a fancy right. word they use now, bipolar. And I, you go through unbelievable highs. You're feeling great. You're going to be able to just, you know, conquer the world right. and do anything that you can possibly do. And then all of a sudden, something just triggers it and bang. You're, you're you're just you just you're down is so low that you can that you can be so it's it's peaks Extremes. and valleys but what you're looking for is to sort of yeah, be in the middle exactly I've been going ups and down and ups and down for over ten years right mm-hmm. now and it's 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 brutal and, and if you've never had it and that's why I'm trying to be a speaker to help people that have never had this before realize that it's real and it does exist. You know, and, and, and folks at home, you have to understand, the word mental illness is there for a reason. It is an illness. Uh, people, for some reason, uh, treat the mentally ill as lepers. They, yep. they, there's a, there's a, a factor, stigma. A, a stigma, a blame. Yep. You don't blame someone for getting cancer. You don't blame someone for getting their appendix out. It's an illness. And so uh, we're, we're very delighted to have as our guest, Michael Weitzman, who's being very frank about his own uh, battle against uh, bipolar disease and depression. Uh, he's a terrific speaker. Uh, we've had him on before talking about uh, distracted driving, and we're very delighted to have him back again here on Radio Rotary. Um, Mike, you had a, a phrase that you use about being in the cave of hell. What's that all about? Okay, well, the cave of hell is where you really never want to be in. And what it is is very simply is that you just do not want to get up from your bed. You just want to put the covers over your head. You do not want to shower. You do not want to shave. You want to isolate. You don't want to take your life. You just don't want to suffer anymore, but you just want to be alone. And that's the cave of hell. And I've been going through that so many different times uh, within the last 15 years. So does this go on for an extended period? I mean, sometimes people just need a little alone time, you know, where it's just, oh, I've had a really rough month at work or my social life and family life has been very hectic. I just want 
to be quiet. Well, yeah, I, <laughs> I can see that. Stay at home and watch cook, cooking shows or, you know, knit or whatever. But, but so, when but you're, you're talking about something more extreme. I'm talking, I'm talking more than just uh, a one day stay here. I'm talking this is several days. This could be even several several weeks, and it can even be longer. And, uh, and obviously that could affect your personal life and also your professional life. Right. And it leads me to the cave of hell is almost the same as the other word I come up with. It's called non-functioning depression. You're just non-functioning. You're just doing simple things like shaving or showering. It's just very difficult. Mm-hmm. People have never, if you've never had a disease, you'll never know. And you were saying before about, uh, you know, people that, you know, that, that have this type of disease. I'm telling you, it is such a disease that our society has got to start to change. And that's yeah. what and I'm how, to do And with. what are the suggestions for society, societal change? Well, What do you mean by that? Like, to bring up the things, I mean, obviously we had a situation with on August 11th that actually had an impact in my life. That's when Robin Williams took his life. Uh, the guy was a genius, but he also had a lot of demons. And then we just had uh, Wayne Brady just came out yeah, uh, a couple days ago. Uh, he's a very gr- amazing comedian, and he's coming out. We need more people to come out of the closet. They did it for other types of situations in our life regarding homosexuality, which is n- no big deal really anymore like it used to be, and, but it's still a major stigma. You, you mean like illness. public figure people um, sharing and going pub, saying in a public forum that, that they, they have, yeah. struggle with depression they or struggle with it. some type of other well, they need help. mental imbalance. Exactly. So, you know, okay. That's probably not a family, not a person listening here who isn't... Uh, touched by mental illness, either personally or they know someone. Uh, for example, uh, one of my coworkers uh, in my day job um, had to be uh, put into a uh, facility and go through some uh, long-term rehabilitation because of an unknown addiction to drugs. None of us knew. This woman yep. functioned perfectly fine during the day and then everything came apart at night yeah so it's 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 something that we're all touched by and we're very very uh grateful to michael weitzman our guest on radio rotary today for uh coming out and talking about it so um does everyone need inpatient hospitalization to start michael or is this something that because i mean some people may be afraid if they they want to seek help they'll end up in an asylum somewhere like the you know what you see in the movies no that's the mental illness that's people really out of control the point is the people even people like myself i have been an inpatient and the, the thing about an inpatient hospitalization is really really needed if you're down to that cave of hell or that non-functioning type of depression where you're not functioning anymore in this in this world you're just laying there and you're isolating and not doing anything so that is something that i've just recently gone through and i've gone through my whole life and it has been a great thing going into an inpatient to get you to function simple things to just to do eating and sleeping and in in and being involved with other people and that's how bad depression is that's why i cannot tell you when i hear the word snap out of it like the movie from share when she slaps i forgot his <laughs> name head this is not a disease you can snap out of it the bottom line is the situation is is that when you have this type of disease you need to do 
things like the triangle. We said that before. And most importantly, you need to do things beyond the triangle. And we're like, going to find out about that in just a moment. You with got Michael it. Weitzman. But first, let me remind our listeners they're in tune with Radio Rotary on the air and around the world by podcast on iTunes and at RadioRotary.org. My name is Jonah Trebois, and my co-host is Sarah O'Connell, our very special guest, Michael Weitzman, talking to us about coping with depression. And Sarah, who brings us Radio Rotary this week? Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored by JGS, your essential partner for all of your accounting and business consulting needs. Please call them at 845-692-9500. And by Salisbury Bank and Trust, your local bank for all of your personal, business, and wealth management needs. Visit them at SalisburyBank.com and by the Rotary Clubs of East Fishkill, Fishkill, Goshen, Highland, and Hyde Park, New York. And we'll be back with more Radio Rotary after these important messages. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, CPAPC, is a full-service accounting, tax, and business consulting firm. JGS specializes in business succession planning, including ownership transition, management transition, as well as family and non-family transitions. The JGS staff works alongside you to solve the problems of your specific business or personal situation. JGS is conveniently located on Route 211 in Middletown, New York. To learn more, please contact JGS at 845 or visit them on the web at www.jgspc.com. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, your essential partner in business. Salisbury Bank and Trust offers personal and business banking, residential mortgages, commercial lending, and trust and wealth management services. With locations throughout the tri-state region in Dutchess County, the northwest corner of Connecticut, and southern Berkshire County, Massachusetts, Salisbury Bank is your personal bank in your community. Making local decisions and delivering the highest quality of customer service. Salisbury Bank is your local bank for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Check us out at SalisburyBank.com. That's SalisburyBank.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, enriching. Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell, and welcome back to the second half of this edition of Radio Rotary. I am joined by my co-host, Jonah Trebwasser. Hi. Hi, Jonah. I'm a man of few words today. Uh, that'll be the because day. Because we have a guest that's so much more worth well, listening to Well, he's very dynamic and very passionate about this topic. And I'm talking about Michael Weitzman, um, who is discussing coping with depression. And other mental illnesses, And yes. other mental illnesses and the reaction of society to that and how it, we're all responsible for changing some of the negative stigma of people who battle and, and live with this. Um, bipolar or diseases every day of their lives. So and welcome back to the second half, Michael. And Michael, it, as I said, it's it's a really brave thing for you to do to come here and uh, just you know put it all on the line. You know about your own personal fight with uh, depression and mental illness. And um, just to recap, for people who may have joined us late, um, you've suffered from what they call bipolar disorder, which is the uh, old uh, new term manic for depression. manic depression. Very You're up. Or you're down, you're never in the middle. And uh, you talk to us about something called the triangle. And you've got uh, from your pool table the, uh, <laughs> the rack, the triangular rack for, for the pool our listeners. Balls, right? And again, the three points of the triangle which help you cope with your mental illnesses mm -hmm. are, I should say? Well, for me, or I think most people, almost everyone, is the psychiatrist on the top, the, you have the, uh, 
meds on the left corner, bottom corner, and the right corner is going to be the talkers, psychologists and social workers. And you also uh, talked to us a little bit before we went on the air about something called a 24-7 neon sign. What is that all about? Well, I know that a lot of people have uh, had any type of mental illness from schizophrenia, bipolar, all types of uh, illnesses. For me, I call it uh, and I was actually looking to find one. It was too expensive to find a 24-7, 24-7 open, like a diner, neon sign. Right. And that's basically the racing thoughts that are constantly 24-7 when you're sleeping, when you're not sleeping. If you're, Everything about negativity, things are not going to work out. I hate my life, whatever. That's all part of the disease. That is what it's all about. And that's something that I know, at least for myself and I know from other people, it's a terrible thing. And right now, when any, taking medicine, the mood is where you're trying to change that. And right now, I don't have those type of thoughts like I had before. And that's why medicine can help. So uh, do you um, continue um, with therapy with your uh, social worker or the, the talkers, as you refer to them as, mm-hmm. which is basically your therapist? Is that an ongoing process for you? Yes, it is. Uh, well, the thing is, I was I was on it until about four months ago. And then I took myself off that and I went off the triangle like I was a big shot and said, I can do this on my own. I can do my other things, which I'm going to tell you that you can use and use other tools. But unfortunately, I unfortunately crashed and burned uh, about three weeks, about two weeks ago, actually almost three weeks ago now. And and it, it just. So it you just need ended, to stay steady with the you need to stay steady systems. with the the three things. The psychiatrist, the meds, and the social worker or psychologist. That's the number one, the triangle. I I can't tell you how much I want. You've got to be on a triangle. Talk about some of those other tools that you found helpful in your own battle with mental illness and depression, Mike Weitzman. What are some of the other tools? The other tools that I've had in my toolbox that I was using before and I'm starting to use back again is like uh, I always make a planned list. Every day of what I want to do, you can't have an empty day because that's one of those when you're going to get those racing thoughts. You need to do a lot of things like journaling. Journaling has been fantastic in my life. You mean like a diary, Mike? Diary, yes. Yeah. All so do you, you write every day? Is I, that one I, of the requirements? Not every day, but I do it every other day. Okay. I do write all kinds of stuff. I also write a lot of comedy material, but that's something different. What but is again, this to least, help empty your but brain again, a little bit? But that's also part of the tool, comedy. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Humor, listening, watching, uh, performing, uh, deep breathing exercises, meditation, affirmations, creed, prayer, spiritual life coach, Bible, God, Christ, minister. I can acupuncture, bikes. I can go on and on. There are so many things that you can do, support groups, everything to go in junction, in conjunction with your triangle and your recovery from your mental illness. Well, Mike, here's the issue. What does it take to take the first step? As you've laid it out for everybody, there's a lot of different um, possibilities to get you moving and to, um, you know, cope with uh, your, your depression or your mental illness. But how hard is it to take that first step? For those of us who have been blessed by not having this personally, although we may have had family and well, friends we, I, involved. I don't think there's anybody that's not been affected, whether it's a coworker, a exactly. friend, or a exactly. family member. We're all aware. But isn't it, aware. Michael, isn't it just taking that first step is the, is the most courageous thing you have to do? The, 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 is the first thing you need to do is you need to get help 
and see a doctor. Mm-hmm. It's the number one thing. A I mental still, health professional. A mental health official. It doesn't make a difference. These are the ones that it, it will at least help. Now, what I am trying to do, you know, with regarding myself as a speaker, I mean, I want to help three areas of this. And okay, the three areas, what are they? The three areas is that I want to basically educate and let everyone know out there that does not have a mental illness what this really tastes what this really tastes like what it involved i'm almost like coming up with bipolar mint gum i mean i was actually coming up with to tell them you know what i'm not trying to be funny here but to at least give a taste to someone that never had a mental illness or maybe never had bipolar and have a taste of what oh wow i oh my mike i know what you're going through well i taste it just to the point is they need to be educated so they need to support people that are suffering. Acquaintances, family, and friends. Number two, which needs to be done, is that I need to, which I'm telling you before, getting people, educating, going to the high schools or colleges, organizations, talk about this and have them come out of the closet. It's not bad. You're not a bad person just because you feel down or you have this clinical depression, It's whether it's high or low. And that's the th- second thing that needs to be done. Get them out of the closet and get people to get help. And then the third, which is, of course, my, my most favorite, is helping people at a, at a hospital or places that have depression or mental facilities that are having, uh, that have people that have depression or all kinds of mental illnesses. I want to be that person to say, listen to me. Look at me. I've had it my whole life. I've had a great life. I'm still having a great life. And you know what? You can do that too. Just because you, you know, just because you're suffering now, you can do certain things that I have tried, and maybe you can give that a chance. So you know, you want to be people a role at home, model. you know, people at home can hear exactly. that. That people at home can hear that Michael Weissman is a terrific speaker. He's an inspirational speaker. And Michael, if people would like you to come and speak to. Uh, teenagers or to their uh, Rotary Club or any other church or synagogue organization, how did he get in touch with you? Well, two ways. The best way is my phone number, cell is 914-523-5766. And my my email is mweitzman, W-E-I-T-Z-M-A-N, three at gmail.com and folks at home get a pencil and paper because mike weitzman our guest will repeat his phone number and email for you at, by the end of the show michael uh, po- folks at home may be concerned about a family member a loved one how can they tell something that's just all right you know they're temporarily down for a couple of days because of a piece of bad news and something that's long term how do they how can they tell can they tell is it really take a professional it's a very touchy situation it's very hard to tell at times i mean you as a parent or a teacher or this it, it's just somebody is just isolating somebody is just 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 showing no interest into anything because that goes into a lot of this and just really just just really being down it's just the, the the only way is really is that uh, whether you're a, uh, you know a parent or 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 a, or a teacher is to really go into uh, talk to a doctor and just see what and have that doctor at least talk to them even if it's a social worker or a psychologist very important because I really believe everybody's different but you need and to educate them to not feel 
bad. So support the them is, to take the first step. The first step, the first step, they got to take it's the, the first hardest step, step as they say. But a lot of people feel this shame. They feel a lot of shame. That is what I'm trying well, to Well, if change. you're not motivated in most, in other parts of your life or you've lost interest in things that you used to get great pleasure out of, it, it's got to be really challenging. Why would you be interested in taking the first step? Right. <laughs> you're not doing anything else, really. No, so it's, it's, it's a very, like you said, it's challenging and a delicate situation. But I think we've learned a lot. We have. And Michael Weitzman, we have a few seconds left. Um, person to person, to the people out there who are suffering, as you have suffered with uh, mental illness or depression, just one-on-one, tell them why it's important for them to take that first step. You need to get that first step because you need to really feel good about yourself. You need to feel well. You just don't want to have that feeling of dread constant every day you wake up and the next day and the next week and, and just keep going through that. There's no way to live that way. And I, I just believe the first step is to do it and to say, you know what? I think that's the best thing, whether it's going in an inpatient, whether it's going in an outpatient, whether it's going to uh, just seeing a, a psychiatrist, a social worker, going to support groups regarding bipolar or NAMI. I'm also involved with NAMI. is an unbelievable organization. You need to just do that and say, you know what? I'm doing it because I need to do this. And I don't care what everyone else thinks out there or what the stigma is regarding the word mental illness. Michael Weitzman, that's terrific. Give your name, uh, give your email address and phone number one more time for people who've got that pencil and paper ready. Yes, uh, the email is mweitzman, W-E-I-T-Z-M-A-N, three, at gmail.com, and my cell is 914-523-5766. And please, if you need any help, I would love to talk. And really save as many lives and help as many lives as I possibly can. Michael Weitzman, thank you for the bravery of stepping forward and, te- and sharing your story with our listening audience. Thank you for helping everyone that you can. And thanks for joining us this morning on Radio Rotary. Thank you very much. Love you, guys. And we love you too, Michael. And tell us, Sarah, who do we love for bringing us Radio Rotary this week? Well, Radio Rotary is sponsored by JGS, your essential partner for all of your accounting and business consulting needs. Please call them at 845-692-9500. And by Salisbury Bank and Trust, your local bank for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Visit them at salisburybank.com. And by the featured Rotary Clubs of Kinderhook Tri-Village, Millbrook Nanuet, Newburgh, and New City, New York. For the entire Radio Rotary team, our producer, Miss Kathy Kruger, my co-host Sarah O'Connell, and the Wizard of the Buttons, the fabulous Jay Verzi, our engineer. This is Jonah Trebowasa. Thank you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this very same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, RadioRotary.org. Hudson Valley Rotarians invite you to support Shelterbox USA as they provide disaster relief aid for victims around the world. Shelterbox disaster response teams are on site assessing people's needs and ensuring that your invaluable support goes directly to those who need it most. For more information and to donate, go to shelterboxusa.org. That's shelterboxusa.org.